This is my Actual Play podcast series, What Do I Know About Actual Play? In this episode, our group will be playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Streets of Avalon setting. The Streets of Avalon is a gritty city-based fantasy setting that is the brainchild of Brett from the Gaming & BS podcast and was developed by Encoded Designs. If you enjoy this campaign, please take a look at the Streets of Avalon at DriveThruRPG. Alright, we're recording now. Uh, thank you for everybody that might be watching or listening. This is What Do I Know About Actual Play? This is the uh, actual play that I run people through their paces in various campaigns. And my name is Jared Rasher, and I'll have all my players introduce themselves. I will say we are currently uh, missing uh, missing Gator today, so you will not see Zinlane, but there's a good story reason for that. And uh, we'll pick up with uh, Zinlane next time around. But until then, uh, let's have everybody introduce themselves. So let's start with Bob. Hello, I'm Bob, but then you figured that out. <laughs> I am playing Garland Bach. I am a uh, fighter slash bounty hunter slash ne'er do a wave of stuff than before. Um, trying to keep my friends upright because <laughs> that's what I like to do. I'm a helper. All right. And uh, let's go with Brandon. Please introduce yourself and your character. I'm Brandon and I am playing Bar Broomhill, our roguish barge folk. Uh, he's gone kind of a uh, swashbuckling direction uh that sometimes works out for him and sometimes he falls off roofs uh and yeah pretty much uh borrow <laughs> all right and eileen could you please uh introduce yourself yeah i'm eileen i am playing morgan who is a cleric of hermes who is not bulletproof <laughs> um nor faster uh, than speeding bullet <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately she is not a life domain cleric she is a trickster domain cleric so i i do more of the sneaky stuff than the healy stuff and uh can't even save myself <laughs> all right so yeah everyone is kind of recuperating from a very rough mission that uh i would say in the end turned out all right for everybody but it was touch and go there uh morgan and Baro were pr both pretty close to uh facing the uh the, the infinite uh, end of all things, the meaning of life. But uh, everyone pulled through, and uh, we're going to cut now to our regular starting situation where we see our mysterious person that has been uh, purchasing information from one of the lamplighters. And as a recap, in case anyone has forgotten what the lamplighters are, they are mysterious entities that travel throughout the city of Avalon lighting the lamps as soon as it gets dark. But they are supernatural entities that you can approach for information if you are willing to pay their price which is often more than people are willing to pay so uh our mysterious person that has been paying out the nose maybe literally to the uh <laughs> to our uh lamplighter the lamplighter turns and uh, speaks to them again and says so you want to know whether all of the things that they have learned are coming to a head. Well, perhaps, but at this point in time, I would like to tell you a different story. Have you ever wondered what would happen if someone were to kill a lamplighter? Oh, that sets off quite an interesting bit among the, uh, among the covens, I must say. And at this point, we are going to cut to the, the nice, uh, boarding house where everyone has been staying. Um, Zindlane originally rented a room here, but uh, since, since one room had to be uh, cleaned up from the murders that happened there. Uh, Accidental deaths. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was self-defense. 
okay, attempted because you know, they were trying to kill me. Um, so everyone is rested up. Um, Morgan is probably a little sore from getting two bullets in her shoulder. <laughs> um, so I am going to say, just as an establishing, uh, Zindlane has already talked to his sister. He is getting his bearings from uh, having a new patron, which he has not fully explained to any of you, but you definitely all know that something different is going on with yeah. But he would like to uh, spend at least today getting his oriented since he's staying in this district for the time being. So what would the, the rest of you like to do? Well, Baro, we have a situation that you need to help uh, have up, right? Yeah, I kind of figured that would probably be the direction that we ended up going. Time is is limited, and uh, yeah. So during the downtime, I was thinking that Barrow probably would have, as well as recuperating, probably would have been doing some tailing and uh, uh, observations of this, this hermit, um, kind of getting a feel for how this guy is. Uh, I know we've already gotten, uh, we've already established that he's not a good person. <laughs> um, but, uh, I guess Barrow is a bit of a skeptic and is checking things out himself. Sometimes things aren't as, uh, all right. They so yeah, um, I th actually think we went over this a little bit before, um, where you had kind of watched the place for a little bit, but hmm. basically people get paid to deliver things to the house and they go up to the second floor where there is like a makeshift door and they deliver things and they leave and you never see the hermit actually leaving this house. It is actually a fairly big four-story house, but it's kind of in disrepair. And of course, because the uh, flood season hasn't quite abated yet, the whole first floor is completely flooded. So right now, there is um, there is a ladder leading up to the makeshift door, and there's also a ramp that is that is uh, kind of like leaning from one side of the uh, you know one side of the street up to the second floor, and one of them goes to like that makeshift door. And the other one goes up to a window. And um, this is also, it's on the uh, the border of the western side of the aisles, almost in another neighborhood. And um, it is Caddy Corner from the Caravan, which is the uh, business that just recently opened up in the last month or so, which is the uh, rooftop uh, bedding establishment that is kind of taking some of the some of the wells business. So how would you like to proceed, given that information? Well, I know not everybody is a uh, rooftop type how all do you feel comfortable? How do you feel comfortable with uh, approaching this? I know my approach is what I'm saying. <laughs> or we could split up. No spells. I'm all for going across the top. Okay. Then that's probably what we should do. All right. So <clears throat> does that mean you would like to go up to the uh, to the caravan, to the rooftop uh, place? Because that, that is about the same height as uh, this house is. That would probably be a good starting point. All right, so it will take you probably uh, probably about about a half an hour to get from where you're at to the other side of the district, especially with having to uh, flag down some of the children that are currently running the uh, skiff businesses that are uh, ferrying people across the uh, flooded areas. So um, I am going to say, just because it's it's always fun when this uh, works out, this I think we're going to have uh, yeah, we're going to have a uh, scuff be the one that is. Uh, <laughs> that is available. Scuff is the one that is always trying to intimidate Barrow. <laughs> the one that <laughs> often calls Barrow a scab. And um, I, I am going to assume that as he is uh, pulling along and he sees all of you, he, he sees Barrow first and he makes like an obscene gesture towards Barrow. <laughs> At which Come point, on, kid, I haven't been uh, muscling in lately. <laughs> 
think what's we can a call scab a truce for now. Scab. And he seems to be like ignoring you. But at this point, Morgan, would you like to say anything to him as you? Uh... He's behaving for now. Just be nice. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Situational so, awareness. You're you're right. You're right. I see eyes. know everyone that's around me. And he starts like looking around at all of the buildings, and he pulls over to all of you. Where do you need to go? We're headed to the caravan. Is that that new place where they do the gambling up on the roof? Yep. Okay. No problem. Yeah, I'm not saying I tried to do this, but you know they won't let kids in there? I'm sure you didn't try at all. <laughs> so Garland, are you hopping the same skiff with everyone else? Absolutely. All right. The so skiff takes all of you onto the skiff and uh, he across the other side of town. And uh, you can see like by the time you get to the base of the uh, of the building where the caravan is set up on the top, you can see across the street on the other side the uh, the hermit's house. And honestly, at this time of day, you would swear it was abandoned. Like, you don't even see anything inside there. But um, you do see the uh, all of the, the makeshift uh, boardwalks that are strung together to get you to the upper floor of the uh, caravan. It's probably about 20 feet from the roof of the caravan over to the uh, roof of the... So if you all head up to top of the caravan, you see um, Bones, the proprietor of the uh, caravan, and uh, she is um, she's wearing her uh, her makeshift outfit. The whole uh, point of the caravan is it's a gambling establishment, but it's kind of done up to look like a traveling uh, carnival. And she has a long leather jacket that is adorned with bones, and she has like uh, face paint on that looks like a skull. And she takes off her uh, hat and says, it's early, but we already have people uh, winning their fortunes. Uh, where can I direct you to? Uh, I think we're we're going to look around a little bit. Uh, not too sure what we want to do yet. Uh, I'll let you know if we need help, though. All right. And she, uh, you know, she puts her hat back on and goes over to speak with you. Do uh, see the place where you had your meeting with the um, with the assassin who originally gave you this uh, this task? The meeting tent is still over in that corner, and that is the corner that is fairly close the same side as where the uh, the hermit house is. Well, that's almost like they might have been keeping an eye on the place. So should we go check out what we can from that uh, the tent? Absolutely. All right. You see a bunch of, like, early gamblers <laughs> who are very kind of uh, sad that it's not even midday and they've lost as much as they have. And you make it over... And the meeting tent is not currently occupied. No one stops you from going in. If you um, look on the far side, there appears to be a flap that has been cut open that is facing the, the direction of the, the hermit's house. And they're not even being subtle about this. <laughs> um, once we break line of sight with the crowd, or however many people there are. Yeah, there's, um, a, there's only a handful this time of day. Um, I want to cast Pass Without a Trace on the three of us. All right. So you have a few minutes where nobody can do you're in the meeting. What would you like to do? So looking out at the tent, looking at, towards the hermit's place, what is between us and his place? Um, basically nothing. It's, it's 20 feet at an angle over to the roof. Um, straight down um, from where this is at is the boardwalk that's been cobbled together and um or kind of off to the side a little and then um if you know how you know in between is just a flooded out street the uh, other buildings on this block are no more than uh two or three uh two or three stories um so uh the only the only ones that are 
four stories high are this one. This place definitely seems in better shape than the Hermit's house. That looked like it was some sort of mansion, but it's definitely, you know, as you're looking at it now, it's got kind of like the uh, mosses growing up the sides of it. And um, all of the windows are intact, however. None of them are broken. Um, I suppose, I think that I would guess, is it, okay, are any of the windows easily reachable from the roof? Um, um, yes, there are. There are windows. The only side where there isn't a window is the uh, side of the house that is facing the border district and the other one. So if you look straight across, there's one that if you got on the roof could go straight down, but there's also two other ones on either side of them. So there's three different windows that are about a couple feet from the roof who swung down. And <laughs> <laughs> or, or an angel? <laughs> I'll throw you. <laughs> <laughs> Might might not uh, survive at the end, but whatever. Um, all right, so you think maybe we should jump on the roof and Jimmy open a window and slide in? Anybody have any better ideas? Go for it. Jimmy away. <laughs> um, Thank you. Um, we do need to keep in mind that this guy is a professional, and I can almost guarantee you he's going to be expecting that. Oh, there will like, be booby traps just inside the window. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. Good thing I have a spell for that. <laughs> or maybe he's expecting us so he's going to throw us for a loop and not prepare haha <laughs> <laughs> you've fallen right into my trap <laughs> um hmm, 20 feet that, that's a bit of a jump <laughs> do we have any sort of do we have any sort of grappling hook or anything I have <laughs> <laughs> I have rope but not Is a the... grappling is the mouse named Boo? <laughs> um, yeah, I've got rope, but I don't have any sort of grappling hook. Um, we can acquire one. It's better to to be prepared than to go in half-assed, right? Reason why a grappling hook wouldn't be something available in this part of town, right? Right. Purely for educational purposes. <laughs> Clearly. So okay. the, you are about uh, two blocks away from. <laughs> you're two blocks away from the uh, the moat house and the palace, which don't necessarily sell uh, grappling hooks, but just to give you an idea of where you're at, um, the boarding house where Garland lives is about uh, four blocks away, and the ragmenders is about two blocks away. Now, the ragmender doesn't sell grappling hooks per se, but he is part of the uh, the fences guild. And thankfully, oh. you don't have Zindlane with you, <laughs> since Zindlane has already threatened his life. <laughs> yes, that was a thing. All right, so let's uh, well, we should go, uh, talk to the Ragmender before we uh, venture further. So uh, Scuff uh, takes you about 10 minutes over the Ragmenders, and you see um, the thing that you have not seen before at the Ragmenders, which is that there are two heavily armed guards outside because people have made threats on the ragmender's life recently <laughs> <laughs> and like most of the places uh during the flood season um he has a second floor converted to business for the uh the time being so there is a makeshift dock to uh get up a second for there and the shop is very humble looking there's a bunch of you know clothing that is stitched together from different uh pieces of clothing that will have brought to him and uh, there's also like some of it is actually it's not something that if you were rich, you would want to wear, but some of it is actually pretty impressive the way he has layered the different bits of cloth from disparate uh, things together to actually, you know, make 
into shirts and jackets and things of that nature so there's a few like um a few like uh dummies in here where he's got clothes set up and he's kind of them together so what would you like to do is the is there somebody like actually at a desk oh yeah he's he's, okay. he's in here currently. okay um armand of the bones borrows um yeah probably i mean he's well known in this district anyway because this is where anybody that finds any kind of scraps of clothing shows up here so they can make a few extra copper you want to be the one to talk then i just figure too since i have uh hobbies may have <laughs> professional interest yeah so yeah I, I will say that um what was what's your background uh urchin street urchin okay yeah i was gonna say um you would know enough about him to know how to ask for things that aren't you know the <laughs> buying clothing off of him mm -hmm. so he uh sees all of you come in oh what can i do for you you all seem too well dressed for this place but i can help you no matter what uh certainly you aren't looking to uh exchange anything are you not yet we uh we need an accessory oh really um i mean normally i deal in clothing but every once in a while people will trade things that are not uh, clothing so i can let them go at a reasonable price yeah it's definitely not clothing <laughs> what might you need we uh spot a mountain climbing maybe you know um i i am going to say he um he he says something and i can't think of a good uh thing for it but he drops something into the conversation that is basically thieves can't to see if you have the proper counter comment to it a wink's as good as a nod to a blind <laughs> yeah. horse essentially yes but it's just kind of an innocuous way that he turns a phrase as he is saying this waiting for like thread the proper word back into that and as soon if, if you uh drop that in there he will say let me show you that the back room <laughs> And um, he will take you to the back room. And the back room, uh, he actually like opens a door and goes into another room, then pulls out another key ring. And he opens another lock that has three different, uh, three different locks on it. Then he opens that door. Then he turns on a lamp. And in this room, this is almost like the way this is, this is the way I visualize things. This is, um, this is more like the, uh, medieval slash renaissance era version of that back room boondock saints where they uh where they go with with all of the arms on the wall and like all the rope and all of the uh gear and everything this is what i'm talking about <laughs> so yeah there's like there's not like a bunch of heavy weapons but there's like knives and daggers and short swords and crossbows and vials of things and uh you know definitely grappling hooks thieves all sorts <laughs> So what can I help you with? We need a grappling hook. That is easily a comp. So um, is there anything else you might need? Clearly, I mean, if you're looking for a grappling hook, you might need. Hmm, I think we all have thieves tools. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are not shocked by a business like this. <laughs> so he, he pulls out a nice, like, collapsible model. And he goes, I could give you the cheaper one, but this one's a lot easier to consume. Normally, I would be giving these away for two silver, but since this one's a little bit more functional, is that good? Oh, that's fine. And it basically just like looks like kind of a lumpy bar, but then when you twist it, the head pops out and there's uh, four different uh, uh, arms that pop out. <clears throat> All right, I hate for silver. Nope. I always go for quality. <laughs> Do you need anything else? Maybe a crossbow to shoot it out of? Uh got a crossbow um any of us have a crowbar 
No. Okay. I'm actually going to assume a glass cutter is probably what you have in a kit. Not according to the description of these tools from the book. Really? (laughs) These tools are a small file, a set of lock picks, a small mirror mounted on a metal handle, a set of narrow bladed scissors, and a pair of pliers. I copied that on the character. (laughs) You did like that. All I need is a paper clip. (laughs) And that's just to kill a man. Oh, hang up, bullseye. It's <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> powerful. <laughs> so yeah, a glass cutter would be. All right. Um. Yeah. He looks around. And he goes, "Well, this is a fine tool, so I'll need at least a silver." So he hands that over. Okay. Oh, I'm keeping the grappling hook. <laughs> life goal <laughs> so he looks at you for a minute he goes, yeah if you are i know this is this is expensive but it depends on how lucrative the the job's going if you're going from rooftop to rooftop and he he pulls out this really nice uh spyglass and he goes normally i would sell this for a thousand silver but i got a deal on this one i can let it go for 250 <laughs> It is a nice spyglass. Well, it's very nice. <laughs> Unfortunately, the payment for the job is a life. Ah, uh, I see. More of a necessity uh, situation than a big payout. I understand. Or for fun this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, wish you lots of luck. If you do happen to find anything that is not immediately fungible but might be useful to someone, you know where I'm at. Where I'm at. Always. I have reasonable conversion rates for most things that are brought to me. And he will take you back out. Never once thinking that you all work with Zen. <laughs> uh, did you have anything else you wanted to do before you headed back there? I don't think so. Okay. So Scuff, uh, Scuff paddles you back over to the caravan. You make it back up to the top. Uh, the proprietress uh, nods at you again as you show up. And uh, what would you like to do? Okay, kids, let's go. <laughs> yeah, go check out the tent. First, make sure that nobody's in there. And then... Uh... Yes, nobody is currently in the meeting. <clears throat> All right. All right, so who's going to gonna shoot this, Morgan? Yep. Who's going to be the first to go across? You. <laughs> okay. So I would like to ask you this. Um, you can shoot this across with advantage to hook it in there, but if you shoot it with advantage, it's going to be obviously hanging across between the two buildings, or you can shoot it at another angle where it's not as easily spotted from below. But then you'll be shooting it with disadvantage. Which would you like to do? Um, how well can you shoot? <laughs> That's math. <laughs> <laughs> Mathing is hard. Oh. I mean, I'll put it this way. I believe you all have inspired. <laughs> I don't have it marked on my... Uh, I gave it to you because that was a rough fight last time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, everybody has inspiration. Yeah, I guess I'll uh, give it a shot at... Okay. Would you like to spend your inspiration or are you just going to shoot it across? Do you check? Okay. So I'm going to see if I had anything in my magical bag of tricks that could help me out. Alrighty. Well, that's not great. <laughs> um, disadvantage, I got 12. Okay. So you uh, you take it, you fire it across, and uh, as soon as the uh, head hits the ground on the other side, the things spring out and it lodges into uh, the rooftop. Mm-hmm. It's kind of shadowed, so unless you look straight up, you don't see this uh, this rope between the two buildings. Um, obviously, anybody that comes around behind the tent will see it, but um, they'd have to intentionally come around behind the tent. Uh, it feels like it uh, like it lined up. <laughs> it feels solid. Okay, I guess uh, Barrow's gonna try to traverse it. I mean, on one hand, 
Baro's the lightest one. On the other hand, Baro's the one that gravity has the biggest grudge against. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good test subject. <laughs> so I think shimmying across this rope sounds like acrobatics. I can do those. I don't know about Garland, but we'll see. I am also very... I am not. <laughs> Does a 24 make it? <laughs> no. You that crap. We're all screwed. Baro just takes his boots off and like uses his toes to go across. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Baro, you very deftly shimmy across the rope onto the uh, roof. Who would like to go next? I said I was going next right as Brandon muted himself. Well, I... <laughs> Does a 24 make it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Morgan also just like shimmies across like, Garland, you were watching both of these and neither one of them like hesitate for a second. They're just like hand over hand shimmying across this thing. Like it's nobody's business there. So Garland. <laughs> oh, um, no, no, that's a, wait, what's the wording of it? Yeah, is this an ability check? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, before I leave, I you know smack garl on the shoulder and say good luck <laughs> you get to add a d4 to your roll yay Ooh, that worked out way better than i thought uh that's a 16 all right not quite as uh not quite not as, as good, agile so. as the other two but you do manage to hold on to the rope pretty steadily and don't have any moments where you suddenly get vertigo and drop off of it and you make it across to the other side. Yay. What was, uh, how much of a bonus did you get from? Uh, I got two. Okay. So a lot of that was natural talent. <laughs> My dex doesn't suck. I'm just so, not good at acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, after the two of you shimmy across there, you, you see Garland come across and he looks pretty steady. Not quite, you know, not quite housebreaker steady, but it's a, it's impressive enough. I know my way around. <laughs> now, could all of you give me a group stealth check? We all get to add plus 10 because yep. I have without a trace. Son of a bitch. <laughs> a 29 pass? I can't tell you. <laughs> so natural one's not an automatic failure, right? No, it's not an automatic failure. Good. Not, not on an ability test. What, uh, what was your total? With her plus 10? 15. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so um, so you get on the roof. You all seem to be relatively quiet as you uh, regroup on this other side. Are you recovering your grappling hook? At the Actually, I was going to say, you probably have the crossbow wedged on the other side. Anchor, you tied it off. I was imagining we had tied it off. Okay. Yeah, probably. All right. Never leave a good crossbow behind. Okay, so yeah, you still have the rope across it. So you probably don't want to re uh, grappling hook quite yet. Um, yeah, so far you don't have any um, any welcoming committee as you're on this roof. What would you like? I think I am going to kind of shimmy to the ledge and check out one of the windows. And I am expecting resistance like we talked about. So I will definitely check for any sort of traps check to see if it's locked okay the whole gamut um let me ask um there is a north and east and a south facing the west facing window is up against the border and or the west facing side of the house is up against the border with the next neighborhood so there's not a window on that side so which one of those would you i think yeah yeah um, closest to you are closest to the uh northern window so yeah you said you were going to carefully look for uh or anything there? Yep. Um, give me an investigation check. Oh, why have I not proficient that? <laughs> Ugh. 
I think we've come up with this before where no one has investigation here. Yeah, Drummond was the investigator. Yep. I got a seven. So, um, you got a seven. You don't really see any traps. <laughs> um, you do, um, I will say this, you can see that there is a heavy-duty lock, which is um, uh, fashioned inside. I, um, you don't see any traps, but you know that that lock is going to take some some serious finagling because you're going to have to get a wire to go underneath the, the window to kind of jimmy it on the other side. Oh. How would you like to... Um, okay. So I'm going to poke my head over the edge, and I'm going to cast Find Traps. Ah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is not my first time doing this. <laughs> when uh, What exactly does Find Traps say? You sense the presence of any trap within range that is within line of sight. A trap for the purpose of the spell includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect you consider harmful or undesirable, which was specifically ended as such by its creator. Thus, the spell would send an area effect affected by an alarm spell, a glyph of warding, or a mechanical pit trap, but it would not reveal a natural floor, an unstable scene. All right. The spell um, merely reveals that the trap is present. How long does this? Um, it's instantaneous. Okay, so you cast it, and you see that the the windowsill where you would have to insert a tool in order to reach around and do the uh, unlocking on the inside. Um, the windowsill has a compartment that partially falls away, and it appears that that uh, that would be a a trap of some sort with that window. <laughs> so you look over, cast the spell. Borrow's like, I didn't see. <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm not made of uh, spell slots. But, uh... <laughs> so, what do you say to your companions? Say, well, the uh, the locking mechanism is trapped. Don't know what it does. This got trapped. It's a trap. <laughs> uh, pull a senda over here and stick my dice finger in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. Oh, uh, so yeah, you at least know where to start poking around to search for a trap now that she tells you the uh, lead, the windowsill that actually breaks away to kill the trap. Would you like to poke around and try and see if you can disarm it? Yes. All right. Give me a check. Oh, first, before, for no particular reason, um, how far back is everyone from Barrow as he's hanging over the uh, side <laughs> working on this window? And knowing that there's something there, I'm going to... Given his working space. <laughs> Thanks for your confidence, guys. So if you're going to say in feet how far away from Borrow <laughs> you were going to be, how far away would you say? Go hide on the other peak of the uh, roof. I think, you know, COVID protocols, six feet. Six. Okay. <laughs> All right, Borrow. Let's see uh, if slide you can of this. Sleight of hand? Um, or, I mean, just a uh, tool proficiency. With oh, your, yeah, uh, that's right. I swear my D&D Beyond die looks cocked. <laughs> I had I had one do that the other day on D&D Beyond. It was weird. I rolled an eight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> borrow. Dear Borrow. <laughs> At first, like, the ledge clicks open, and for a second you think that it's going to click back and that you moved it into its disarm position, but it keeps going further back, and you don't think anything happened at first. But then a scent hits you. If you could give me a constitution save. <laughs> not 20. Oh. So the good news here is you are not poisoned. Yay. The bad news? Um, you take, um, so you saved, so you take eight points of poison damage. Awesome. <laughs> 
damage. Okay. Could have been worse. Yeah, if you would have failed worse. the save, you would have taken full damage and been poisoned. I had to jump back from the ledge and eyes bugging out. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you notice like his face is just a little greenish looking. But yeah, the, the gas that came out of that windowsill, you didn't even see it. Completing total amateur hour over here. <laughs> well, I verified that there was a trap there. <laughs> and you thoughtfully set it off so that we wouldn't be affected. You're a team player. Uh, so. Um, Should be safe now. There you go. Um, here is my question. Um, would you like to attempt to pick the lock, which is going to be tricky? Or would you just like to cut the window with the glass cutter? I'd like to cut the window with the glass cutter, please. Yeah, the only the only thing I will point out about it is it will be obvious that you have cut a hole in the window, but it will well, make it easier to open the window. Yeah. If we succeed, he gonna be dead. <laughs> It'll be easy thought. for the All other right. If we don't succeed, we gonna be dead. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um I um nobody has any particular proficiency with any kind of glass working disguise kit thieves tools slot of hands all I got okay. so this will be without your proficiency bonus but it is okay. without giving it away the the DM is going to say it's a low DC okay uh, who's you gonna do, do it cutting? I'll do it oh uh, yeah are you uh, <laughs> I will say I. I will. I will say this. Depending on your approach, you can either use your intelligence bonus or your dexterity bonus. And I'm already smiling because I know this party. Yes. <laughs> dexterity. Gosh. <laughs> and that's a seventeen. Okay. Yeah. You basically cut out one of the you know the the biggest pane of the window very easily, lift it out of place without dropping it or breaking it, so you can all shimmy it. Basically, like if you had like a full window, the top half of it is out. Now. So even Garland has enough room. I'm kind of spelled. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you get in here, um, you see there appear to be um, two doors that are right next to each other, and Ow. both. Both of those rooms, you would guess from looking at them on the outside, um, either they lead into the same place. This entire stretch from one wall to the other is 40 feet. And there's two doors. You don't know if they both lead into the same room or two separate rooms. Um, there's another window on the wall adjacent to this one. And then there are stairs. What would you like to do? Love every time. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you think. In this situation, I, th I think you might be right, though. <laughs> um yeah okay so is there anything on the floor is there any sort of rugs or anything uh no it is just um it, it's it's wood but it's kind of graying because it hasn't been like nobody's been like oiling the floors or anything like that and there's lots of like uh you know the moisture that's in this region is kind of starting to warp it a little bit so i guess the question then is does anything look placed out of place, modified? Um, all, I mean, the windowsill that you came in and the windowsill on the adjacent wall both look much nicer than the rest of the house. All right. Um, the, I, the doors, I would say, um, pro the door handles on both of the doors look probably in better shape than the doors and the rest of That's what I was anticipating. And so I will... I don't know, any suggestions? I'm just going to eeny, meeny, miny, mo. otherwise. I mean, that would be the preferable answer. <laughs> um, I think um, since our goal is not in this room, that, yeah, we just pick a door. Okay. Odds would you like the even closest right. door or the furthest? Uh, 
So I will say the closest door. Okay. So you're at the closest door. What would you like to do? This is I'm the handle going... looks like it's in much better shape than the rest of the door. As I'm I said going before. to check for traps. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, eight. You don't find any traps. That's good. Nice, night. Very nice door handle. <laughs> okay. Ogre wants to die. So, yes. so yeah, as you're looking at it, yeah, it just looks like a door handle. There's a lock on it. You don't know if it's locked because you haven't touched it yet. But, but yeah, neither one of you can see any obvious mechanisms that would indicate a trap. Hey, Garland, you want to take a look at it? <laughs> Looks like a door with a lock. <laughs> Good job. <sighs> okay. Well, I suppose I'm going to uh, check now to see if it's locked. Okay. Step back. Yeah. How far away are Garland and Mark? Staying by the window. I'm okay. By the window. <laughs> okay. So you are about 10 feet back from him at this point. Borrow, you go to turn the handle, it is locked, but nothing jumps out, stabs your hand, you wait a few seconds, the air doesn't seem to be trying to uh, kill you, so it just feels like it's locked. Okay, um, I will go ahead and attempt to pick the lock. All right. Excuse me, I roll an eight. It's lock doesn't quite yield. You feel like you're really close to getting those tumblers to move, but you kind of get your pick stuck at a, a wrong angle. You uh, mute. So I just realized my passive investigation, ah. depending on how you want to play that, is a 15. Oh, okay. I well, forgot I took the observant feat. Ah, yeah. Yeah, so I was going to say, if you have that feat, then you that creates, you know, the, the floor, so you can't get below a 15 on your investigations, but just for you, because you have that feat. But yeah, you don't see anything there then. All right, well... Um... <laughs> so Barbo's sitting here, and well, he's, I... he's got his pick in there, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Do I got it? Do I got to pick this for you? Is this how this? A different model. I'm not used to. Hang out. <laughs> it's not like a Worthington 9000 or anything. Like that. It's just a lot. I do love that. Like everyone in this party is proficient with these. <laughs> oh, and no intelligence. 19. Nice. <laughs> so, so Garland goes in and like puts both of the little rods in and goes, and it just like pops immediately. <laughs> You're welcome. At least somebody around here is a professional. <laughs> um, for no particular reason. Uh, could all of you give me another group stealth check? 21. 28. Are we still operating under the... Yep, it lasts for an hour. Yeah. In that case, then 23. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, 27. You're all moving extremely oh. deftly, and you're not hearing a lot of extra noise coming off of any of you. I'm sorry, that's 31 then. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right, so you have the handle open. At least Barrow's getting something done, right? <laughs> Does the door open in or out? It opens in. <clears throat> uh, Tiptoe very carefully in. Um, at this point, I do have a sword drawn, and... The lock is open. It's up to you whether you want to open it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, very... <laughs> open the door. You turn the handle, it opens in, and nothing happens. Okay. Uh, do the the tiptoe in thing, and then uh, I I will look look into the room and look behind the door. All right, um, borrow. Um, please roll me a d twenty for no particular reason. Okay, no particular reason. No particular reason, and I rolled a sixteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, you walk in, and um, the light from the hallway kind of spills in because you have two windows that are still kind of bringing in the daylight. But um, the far corner, it looks like there's a figure standing there, but because it's all shadowed, you can't tell for sure. And there appears to be a chest next to that figure that is standing in. Mm -hmm. um, 
Okay, I don't take any chances and I very slowly take my hand crossbow out on the other hand, aim at the figure okay. and shoot. You hear a thump. The figure does not move to hit it solidly, but it doesn't move or fall over. Oh god, it's right. a gazebo. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's safe. And then tiptoe further into the room. Okay. Um, Garland and Morgan. <laughs> I will follow in. Okay. Uh, Garland, could you give roll me a d20 and let me know what the lowest number is? Well, that would be a nine. <laughs> All right. So, um, Baro and Garland, you both give me a dexterity. Some low numbers tonight. I rolled 11 total. I got an 18. <laughs> so, uh, would either of you like to spend uh, inspiration to to uh, roll an additional die? It's up to you. I'm not telling you the difficulty. You know what? In fact, I am going to use a luck roll. Okay. That works. And that brings me up to a 16 at least. Okay. Is that, your final, that. is that your final answers? That is my final answer. So, uh, Garland and Barrow, as you both get into this room, the entire uh, the entire 20 foot by 20 foot floor drops out. <laughs> <laughs> the floor drops out, you hit the next floor, and that floor also gives away. When you hit the God first... Damn! When you hit that floor... Um, you both take four points of damage hitting the second floor. And as that floor gives out, you both drop into a flooded 20 foot by 20 foot room. Splash. Uh, could both of you give me a stealth check at disadvantage? <laughs> <laughs> How quietly can you fall three stories into a puddle? Rocket <laughs> son. I rolled double 20s. Oh, shit. <laughs> only i could pull my camera oh good uh so we we still have the uh pass without trace 23 so against all logic like you see them fall <laughs> you see this this floor drop out and you you know uh if morgan if you're looking down there you see it hits hit the next floor and that collapses it's but like instead of making in, yeah instead of making this huge like clattering noise it makes just kind of this muffled womp <laughs> it's the other one and they manage to slide into the water at just the right angle that it doesn't make a loud uh, noise. They just kind of like roll into the water and you muffle the splash. Barge folk, I'm a diving champ. <laughs> <laughs> so the two of you are now in, the, um, are now in, basically this room looks like the, the two rooms above it, except it's flooded. Yes, a noticeable. Yes. <laughs> how, how deep is the water? About five feet. <laughs> So even if there was a door, probably. Well, I guess we'd see the top of it. Yeah, it is. This whole area is shadowed. You can kind of see some light coming from the top floors and the windows, but it's very shadowed. So unless you're right next to something, you have disadvantage on uh, hitting it. Um, on that note, though, there does seem to be a strange light coming from this water. Although it's kind of the murky gray water that has uh, flooded in from the street that is filling this room halfway up, you see something that has a kind of prismatic sheen that is floating in the water. <laughs> mute, mute. And Morgan, you're like 20 feet up from where they're at. Well, I have a 50-foot rope. <laughs> Imagine that. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, since you're both in the room, I think we'll just go ahead and have you roll initiative right now. <laughs> All right. And if you would, Morgan, go ahead and roll initiative, even though you're not down there with them, in case you want to... Uh, do things to help them. 
and save their ass, you know. <laughs> I suppose that's why I'm here. Oh, nice. What did Morgan get? Morgan got a 19. Okay. I what about Garland? Oh, what did Garland get? 15. Um, I'm assuming Borrow, uh, it's up to you two who you want to go. Uh, probably doesn't too much. If we want to go by rules, I'm guessing I'd probably have a higher dex. Okay. All right, then. Morgan, you get to act first. As you see, as you see this, uh, this comedy of errors, uh, unfold. Okay, and then I gotta go let my dog out. She needs a look. Do I see, like, what, what do I see from 20-some feet up? From up here, you can probably vaguely see where the two of them are at. It might even be hard to pick out which one's Garland and which one's Borrow unless there's... But you do see a weird kind of... Well, they're not standing right next. But you might see... You do see, like, some kind of weird uh, flickering light down in the water as well. Maybe it's just some lamp lighting up an oily surface. I don't like that. Um, Is there anything that I could tie a rope to? Because I don't think I can hold a rope while Garland climbs up. I have a 10 in strength. You could. You could probably, I mean, the, the door and the uh, the doorknob look pretty solid. So you could probably tie it to the doorknob. Okay. Then I'll, I'll tie my rope off to the doorknob and throw it down. Okay. Give me a sleight of hand check. Sure. I'm good at that. Uh, good thing I'm good at that. That's a 12. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you, how, how good do you feel about tying this? Is that, that your final answer? Mm, I'm going to spend an inspiration point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have kept it. That was a nine. Well, at least you know that one of your ties is very higher than average. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you tie it off to the doorknob. You're throwing it down there to them? Yep. Okay. I think I might keep a hold of it just in case. Try to... Because okay. I doorknob is not my first choice it's not part of the structure so i will say because this is you're in a shadowy uh light here uh garland and borrow give me perceptions to see if you see where the rope dropped down you could have cast light on the rope. <laughs> <laughs> uh i got a 20 okay yeah you get a vague notion of where that that's at over in the <laughs> garland you're not seeing it <laughs> <laughs> all right i gotta let my dog out okay. before she sneaks off so Yes, go ahead and do that. I am going to send. I am going to send you a link to this map. It's time for the uh, owl bear parade. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, I am going to say. Um, I'm going to move move things on the map. If you want to use a different thing, that's fine. But um, but I'm going to say this one is where Borrow's at, and what's well, a good Garland one? Actually, sorry, this is a that's our Borrow one, and uh, <laughs> Morgan is here, but up two floors <laughs> so um what's funny about this is borrow you saw this rope drop down the rope is like right next to garland but garland didn't see it <laughs> what rope what are you talking about hits him in the head and he still doesn't notice it <laughs> so um gee that sounds familiar <laughs> so that was borrow's or that was uh, morgan's turn so borrow what would you like to do you are right next to this patch of water that is uh, oddly shimmering with some uh, some colors deep within it, even though it's dark. And uh, that looks creepy and gross. I'm keeping an eye on it, but I'm going to move away from it okay. and towards Garland and the rope. Okay, um, so it'll cost you ten feet of movement to get over to uh, to where the rope is at. And then um, if you could make me a climb check, is that, are you planning on going up? 
Okay, yep. I have a lot. 20 total. Okay. Yeah, you feel it feels pretty solid as you're grabbing onto the and you can move half your regular movement rate that you have left up the so what is that? Uh um it would be 15, so seven feet. Yeah, so you, you kind of get halfway up into the next floor. So I'm going to I'm gonna put you right here, but you're in the same spot as Garland, but above him. Okay, Garland, what would you like to do? <laughs> you see Varro come over and start climbing up there, so you realize there's a rope there. Yeah. You know, in fact, what I do is I climb up Garland's back and grab onto the <laughs> rope. Expect no. So I did see the sparkly light, though. Yes, you see it over on the other side of the. Oh, uh, of uh, the and other. I really don't think that my weight added to the rope would be beneficial to borrow finishing his climb. So I will hold on to the rope with one hand, store it in the other, and eyeball that light to sure that nothing happens before borrow gets. I will also say, borrow as you are halfway up in this next floor. You are almost face to face with a door on this level. Like there's no floor, but there is a door that leads out of this this area. Okay, so Garland, um, you're staying here. Yep. Okay. So uh, oddly enough, um, that that area that was uh, multicolored kind of starts to shift, and it's not just fluid. It is a coherent oozing mass. And it is moving over to Garland. Come get them. Uh, so, da, 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 da. does a 12 hit you, Garland? Hell no. All right. So, like this oozy pseudopod, like slaps the wall next to you, and you see sparks come off of the wall where the uh, the pseudopod hits the wall. Sparks. That's not yes. natural. <laughs> What's, What's going on down there? E type creature makes sparks off of one in Avalon. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So Thanks, it, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> it moves uh, 10 feet into the water, and now it moves another 10 feet up so that it is within reach of Barrow. <laughs> um, does a 19 hit Barrow? Hold on. Does Garland get an attack of opportunity? Um, I will say yes. Blow your roll there, oozing fiend. <laughs> oh, looky, looky. Does a 23 hit this? Oh, yes. Ooh, to the yaw. That is eight whopping points of damage as I hack the pseudopod. Are, are you the axe? I wasn't. <laughs> no. I was using my sword. Okay. So when you hack into it, um, you don't quite, um, you don't feel like you have as much effect. Like you cut loose some things. Like when you stab into it, some of the multicolored fluid kind of drains out of it a little bit. But it doesn't feel as effective as it should have been. But your sword is made of metal. So first, oh. Carolyn. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Garland, mm -hmm. um, give me a, uh, oh no, you don't get to save. <laughs> Garland, you take nine points of lightning damage as the electricity travels down the sword into your arm. Oh, oh holy crap. Um, and Borrow and Morgan both, because it's within range, please give me a dexterity save. <laughs> Jeez. I'm standing in the water with an electrical creature. Yeah, you are. 20 for me. Okay. Uh, 14. Um, so as the, um, as soon as you stab it with the electricity, the, uh, the electricity travels down your sword and zaps you. And then other tendrils shoot out in multiple directions of electricity coming off of the, this multicolored blob. Um, Barrow, you manage to roll off to the side as the electricity pours into the door. Morgan, you take, uh, nine points of, of lightning damage. <laughs> Now, Garland, would you like to, uh, and we're still resolving Borrow getting hit, so. <laughs> but Garland, could you please give me a, a perception check with advantage? Oh, 21. 
you notice on either side of this room now that this now that this lit up from all of the electricity arcing off of this thing there appears to be two um two like wooden slats that overlap that are hinged on either side of this room so it almost looks like you could close this pit over the top of this except it's not in the pit anymore so these two slats if you could unhook them at the top of the room you could shut it down and the ooze would be stuck underneath it keep that in <laughs> but right now it's not far enough down to get trapped underneath because it's halfway up the wall with Bar borrow so borrow did that hit you <laughs> so since i probably do not have a finesse weapon out uh yes it does however i can have the damage that's good um <laughs> that is 20 bludgeoning damage holy crap and four lightning damage <laughs> Wow, I'm not doing so hot. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. We'll see. Well, I mean, this would be an appropriate end for him if uh, he gets killed on his assassin run. Um, okay, so that was the ooze. We're back to Morgan. <laughs> Morgan, you see this ooze climbing up the wall, and Look. it looks like it shoots lightning out of it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Thinking, oh, I could get out, go down the hallway. Get out the window. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> guys. You can still make a getaway. Deuces. You want to do get help? Is that what you want? <laughs> <laughs> what do I have in magical bag of tricks here? Uh, this never works for me, but maybe it'll work this time. Um, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt on it. Okay. Uh, make a range spell attack against the target. Oh, does a 24 hit? Oh, yeah. Nice. Now I got to pick out some dice because I don't think I have enough d6s here. Oh, just barely. Oh, there's two sixes. <laughs> Math is hard. That is 16 points of radiant damage. Okay. Nice. And it is lit up. And the next attack roll made against this target before the end of my next turn has advantage. All right. So yes, this, this shining bolt shoots next. down into it and because it is radiant damage, it does not cause it to fire off a lightning storm when it is hit. Yeah, I did something for a change. Yeah, you're not sure, Garland, but I'm going to say you can kind of figure that that lightning storm that shot out of it might have something to do with the fact that you poked it with metal. <laughs> Too bad you don't have a gun. Oh, wait, you did pick up guns. You have multiple guns now. But multiple guns, let alone a gun, are loud. Oh. <laughs> Although this electricity is zapping and arcing through the room, isn't exactly quiet either. And us going, ah, oh, oh, fuck, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So um, that was Morgan's turn. She uh, blasted it and lit it up. So you have advantage. I mean, honestly, at this point, I wouldn't mind the assassin coming at us because that'll save us having to like check for traps and <laughs> lightning zappy monsters all the time just get it you over with for you to work for him he's not gonna <laughs> borrow what would you like to do <laughs> you're like seven feet up with a uh this thing hanging next to you on the wall slapping you i'm gonna assume you also probably saw garland stab it with the uh sword so i'm gonna assume you picked up on the fact that the uh hitting it with metal might you can still harm it with metal, but you can also harm yourself with metal. <laughs> um, so I am going to attempt to scurry up. Um, I am going to use a dash action. Okay. 
and scurry up the rope. So 50 divided by 225 more feet. Okay. And then I can do another, I can do a bonus, since I can do a bonus action, I can do another dash. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. So cunning action, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to use another dash action okay. and I should be up at the top floor now, I'm guessing. Yep. With, uh, with Morgan. Yep. Yeah, you, so you see uh, Barrow just like, <laughs> nope, screw this. <laughs> this nope. Man, uh, he, he's doing like little like um, wall jumping, corner wall jumping stuff, <laughs> using the rope, getting himself up. Um, yeah. Barcour. So at, yep. All right. So Barrow, you're all the way up at the top next to um, Garland, what would you like to do? I sheathe my sword and I start climbing rope. Okay. Um, are you just going to move upwards 15 feet, or are you going to uh, move past the ooze and uh, go all the way to the top? <clears throat> I'm going to move up to 15 feet, and then I'm going to kick it. Okay. Would you like to make a shove action against this? Yes. Yes, All I right. Would. Okay. Give me... Um, we're going to do opposed strength checks then. Yes. 11. So here's my question. You still have inspiration. I do. <laughs> Fine. Spend the inspiration. Fine. I'll waste the inspiration. So what is your total? The second roll, four. <laughs> Inspiration's so, not doing as much good tonight, is it? So the nice thing is, is now that I've rolled its strength check, it got a seven. Apparently it was it was not strongly uh you know, uh, clinging to the wall yet. So Garland, you swing over there and kind of kick it, and you hear this sucking sound as it pops off the wall, and it floosh. Did so... it pass its stealth check on landing in the water? <laughs> it didn't try. <laughs> um, let's see. It's stealth check with its negative one dex. <laughs> that would be a five. <laughs> so, um, Garland, do you have another attack? Uh, I most certainly do. I, I I don't want to prescribe a course of action. However, I will say it is easy enough to unlatch both of those by hitting them with a range. Well, then, I slide the uh, fancy hand axe out. That and comes I go, back. All right, this is going <laughs> to suck hard. <laughs> yes, it sucked hard. Nine. <laughs> so, unfortunately... Um, you just barely miss this latch. Like, it cuts right above the latch. Like, you feel like you were really, really close to hitting a stationary object. <laughs> so you do not hit the, the latch, and unfortunately, it is now the ooze's turn. Quick question. Yes. Does the hand axe rebound? Yes. It okay. comes back to your hand. Yep. You, At least you that have, part's cool. It's not, as, it's not as, as big or as heavy, but you totally get the uh, Stormbringer action there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you potentially pointed out to us that there are those latches? I will, as I as I make ready, actually throw my axe at it. I go, hey, if we can hit these things, the thing will close on it. <laughs> Eloquently. Unfortunately, it can move at 20 feet and climb up walls. No. <laughs> yes, of course it can. So it slides back up to Garland and hits you with a pseudopod. <clears throat> it That's... tries to hit me with a pseudopod. Um... <laughs> uh, does a 22 hit you? It hits me with a pseudopod. <laughs> <laughs> so Garland, you now take 20 points of bludgeoning damage and four points of lightning damage. Oh, sh 
Garland starts to drop off the rope, <laughs> slides down a few feet, and then grips it again and goes. <laughs> All right, Morgan. I'm not that kind of cleric. <laughs> um. Well, since nobody has taken advantage of my uh, lighting that bad boy up, I am going to take advantage of lighting that bad boy up. All right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm going to shoot at my crossbow. Okay. Why you never leave a crossbow. And you have (laughs) advantage. The 20s. Oh, yeah. Oddly enough, those are not good at not getting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's five points of pointy damage. So it doesn't seem super effective, but it does seem to have torn some of its mass away. Better than nothing, right? Yep. All right. Uh, Borrow, what would you like to do? All right, so don't want to shut Garland down in there. I guess I'm just going to have to use my hand crossbow and shoot at the Electro Monster. And again, that looks kicked. Cocked. I mean, um, I mean you, could, you could close one side and hope that you could shove it in the other side, but that's up to you. It's two flaps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it, I guess I should look to see, is there another flap on the next floor? No. No? Oh, shit. <sighs> okay. Um, yes, I'm just going to have to shoot it with my cro- hand crossbow, uh, and it's... All right, that hits the uh, latch on one side, so half of this falls down. So if you can get it into the other, the other side, and then close the latch, it will be stuck down. <laughs> Because the way these overlap, it does not have an inch to slide through. Because someone built this on purpose to not let this ooze come through. <laughs> so that is part of the task. Now. <laughs> um, hold on a second. Let me. Uh, okay. All right. Yep. I guess that's it for me then. Okay. Garland, back to you. I climb. <laughs> I climb hard. I climb fast. Okay. I climb far. <laughs> so you make it up where the other two are at now. Yes. Okay. And then I take a second wind. Okay. So yes, you climb past the door on the second floor, which has no floor next to it, and then you climb all the way up to the third floor. Okay, a little breathing room. (laughs) Okay. So is that all all for uh, Garland's turn? At the moment. Okay. So it oozes the rest of the way up (laughs) to where it is next to all of you now. (laughs) And um, let's... Yep, it's just going to... Unfortunately... Huh. Everyone, Everyone roll me a d20. Because it's not a good strategist. 13. Poor Borrow. Eight. <laughs> so the pseudopod reaches out to hit Borrow. And um, does a 20 hit you? Uh. <laughs> so that is 20 bludgeoning and four lightning damage as the pseudopod slaps God. you up against the wall. But that's its turn. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I can save you. It's when I go down that there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Morgan's turn. Um, so I'm not going to take my chances doing a Sparta kick over here. (laughs) I'm going to leave that to the professional. Okay. Um, I am going to cast Spare the Dying on Borrow. Okay, so you are stabilized. You have no hit points, but you are not rolling death. I try to give myself a little bit of breathing room because I really (laughs) don't want to get squished. All right. Uh, So is that Morgan's turn? Because that thing would take me down in one hit, so. All right. Um, Yep. That's it. Garland, would you like to do the Sparta kick? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. All right. Give me the Sparta kick. I'm going to kick this thing as many times as it takes to put it down in the hole. <clears throat> I'm going to do this as many times as it takes. Are we doing the opposed strength again? Yes. So that's a four. Really? 
I almost gave you guidance. Really? And I was like, no, he, he's got Bob, this. Bob, I rolled a six. <laughs> That's all right, because I get a second attack. Okay, let's try this again. An eight. That's okay, because I rolled a seven this time. <laughs> so you kick at it the first time and your foot kind of gets stuck in the ooze. And then you kind of like pull it loose and kick it again and it falls off the wall. And it goes whoosh. Right. At least um, Garland's not down there at the toaster in the bathtub anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I action surge. I, I was expecting you to do that, but I was... Uh... Yes, then I action surge, and uh, we make latch go bye-bye. All right. Close the box. Hit the hit the latch. Or attempt to hit the latch. How, how far, Do I still have to make a range attack on it? Yep. <laughs> I'm going to say, since Barrow already hit it, it's a DC 10. Woo! Uh, <laughs> That's a 12. Okay, so the axe goes flying down, hits the latch. The second side of this thing falls down, and you notice like there's like this interlocking thing on the top of it that kind of locks down when both of them are in place. And you just see kind of like sparks along the edges of this thing, but it's not coming up out of it. <laughs> All right, Borrow, time to, time to end your nap. Um, no, you're, it just you're... says you become stable. Yeah, you don't, you don't, it, it would take an hour before you get one. Or we have a cleric. <laughs> yes. Um, trying to decide how much I like you. <laughs> um, Garland, what are your hit points at? I currently have. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. <laughs> it's going to use my last second level slot, but we're going to take a 10 minute. And do you want everyone to roll their own? Uh, go ahead and roll it for everybody. No. You're, you're the healer. Prayer of healer. That is a whole nine hit points. <laughs> to what do you mean to which one? To everybody. That's to everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does it does what a um, cure wounds would do to everybody. Yeah. But it takes me ten minutes to cast it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's more efficient, it just takes longer. Mm -hmm. So at least you're on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the question. You have the other room that you didn't enter, and there are stairs over in the corner. And I wish know, this guy would just come for us. And, and you know that there is, um, you know, there's stuff on the second floor because you saw the door, even though there's no floor down there. We know not to open that door. <laughs> I'm going to kick you back in that hole. <laughs> you can go have the toaster in the bathtub <laughs> with your nine hit points. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go back out in the hallway and I'm going to check the handle of the other door, I guess. Okay. It is currently locked or are you just checking it for uh for traps, traps. okay yep okay with my 15 passive with investigation 15, you don't see any locks on it or any locks any I'm gonna, traps gonna give it a roll just in case okay nope nope that 15 is what i got okay i yep. don't see anything you don't see anything doesn't hurt to have a second opinion <laughs> okay i'll give it a one <laughs> okay you're as bad as your daddy come here <laughs> Yep, you it's his see. favorite spot. You do not see any uh, any traps in here. Okay. Okay, yeah. You easily pop this lock open. You do get the feeling that this lock was better than the lock on the other door. Almost like someone wanted you to be able to pop the lock on the other door. <laughs> 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 this one, however, you just barely managed to pop open. All right, so the, the door is unlocked. What would you like to do? Stand back six feet while he opens it. <laughs> I'll open it. Okay. Uh oh, that was dice rolling. What? What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So who was opening it? I'm sorry. That would be me. 
Okay. Garland, you open the door, and what is your passive perception? 14. All right. So not 25. No. <laughs> Clearly. Okay. So I'm Garland, close to a 25. Garland, I will tell you um, what you see in this room before I tell you what else happened. Uh, you have a, um, you see a bed in one corner. You see a nice table across from the bed and you see a chest on the far wall and you don't see the assassin <laughs> that is rolling for initiative. That He's is assassinating me. Because yeah. he heard you and uh, decided to hide while you were opening the door. <laughs> yes. Well, let me put it this way. He actually didn't hear you. You guys all did good. He heard the the splooshing from the uh, <laughs> from the ooze falling into the water multiple times. All right, let's roll this initiative again. Actually, you know what? Before we roll initiative, let's take a break. Right, and after okay. our break, we will come back and met the right. TPK fresh. <laughs> <laughs> so I will go ahead and pause this. We'll see everyone in a few moments. Okay, we are back. Now, if everyone would kindly roll initiative, and Bob, I'm going to apologize ahead of time for what I'm about to do. <laughs> oh, <it's... laughs> but all right. And if this ass assin wants to try and stab me, that's fine. You know what? I have a dice tray, and I'm not using it. Yeah, I'm chasing the these I, dice all over the place. I'm using my snazzy uh, high Swindale dice. See? <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> hey, I've got one of those folding ones together on the. You've also got this one over here. Yeah. Yeah, my Laryl one and my uh, Baldur's Gate one are over there too. <laughs> Did we get the Baldur's Gate one? Yeah. I talked myself out of it and like I regret it. Baldur's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally going to use that now. <laughs> By the way, I rolled a 19 for initiative. So Ooh, nice. That's awesome. So while you're surprised, you'll get to be surprised quickly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gets his first shot in, and then if he doesn't kill me, then I get to kick his ass. All right. Uh, what did Morgan and Borrow? I got a 16. Okay. He was mute. He got a seven. No, I muted it. So it's <laughs> the problem of being in the same room. So what's going to be fun about this? Um, he rolled like a 35. On no, initiative. actually, he didn't roll that great on initiative. <laughs> but um, so Garland, you get your first turn, but you don't know anything's here. <laughs> you just walked into the room and looked around and didn't see anything. Um, so it's up to you. Do you want to uh, wander away from uh, <laughs> this front door when you opened it? Like I said, you see the 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 desk and the the bed and the trunk on the far end. Cozy. Yeah, I think uh, I think we found his 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 hole in the wall, but <laughs> I don't see him, so I'm probably going to die. <laughs> so All right. Um, Borrow. I will ask you if you can what first off what is your passive perception my passive is uh 15 okay so would you like to roll a perception check sure i'm feeling lucky i'm not so lucky nine yeah you don't see anything you just see garland looking in there saying i've got a bad feeling about this <laughs> <laughs> i've got uh hand crossbow sword ready to go okay uh morgan would you like to uh so your what is your passive? Uh, nineteen. Okay. Would you like to give me an active roll? Yeah, of course. I love being perceptive. <laughs> um, let me do some math because <laughs> I rolled pretty well. Um, that is a twenty-three. Oh, so close. Two points less than what you would have needed to have noticed. Him. I would have had to. Nope. <laughs> even if I had rolled a twenty, 
So I only have a plus four to perception. It's my uh, passive that I get all the bonuses on. Gotcha. All right. So um, now it's his turn. <laughs> the last person in the surprise round. Nope. But I'm I'm ready to go. Yep. I'm ready to rock and roll uh, because so... there there's signs of habitation here, uh-huh. <laughs> and the floor hasn't dropped out yet. Yeah, it's true. All right. Um, Garland. Wow. He might have actually. Uh, well, he gets two attacks. So um, does. A 17 hit you. Unfortunately. All right. So <laughs> um, you, unfortunately, have fallen prey to his assassinate ability because <laughs> he hits you on the first round. And uh, it works. So he automatically crits you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am so sorry. Like I said, I apologize in advance for this. Hey, the dice said that I'm going to die. TPK. <laughs> TPK. All right. So God, we needed Zimbling for this with all his healing. <laughs> I was gonna say, since you have a warlock that heals now, um, let me use the the math user. And not a cleric script. that heals. Um uh-huh. <laughs> I am so sorry, Bob. Hey, like I said, nothing to be sorry about. Stuff oh, happened. Well, we're Stuff going to happened. put something to the test. Um oh no. So so that is forty-four points of damage. Okay, that would if if taken into negatives would put me at minus 20 but that's not double that's not your full amount it's not in my negatives. full maximum in negatives no good so you didn't die immediately uh give me a con save <laughs> oh, con saves i'm good at see garland's the character that i like i don't want to see garland go 23 nice so in addition to the uh <laughs> you are not poisoned <laughs> And you take an additional um, 12 points of poison damage on top of that. See, if it had been me, I would have been dead. Like, dead, 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 <laughs> dead. 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 Like, immediate dead, dead. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the nice thing is, this is what he does for a while. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> really? So, well, this is why you let the meat shield go first, right? <laughs> if I hadn't fallen into that damn friggin' sludge <laughs> yes. pit, I wouldn't have used my my relentless endurance already, but so Garland, you are you drop, but you're not immediately dead. Um, so he does that, and he carefully steps over Garland. And I think um, I think the guy I, I don't know. I think the barge folk still looks more dangerous. Well, I am wielding one of his former yeah. employer's swords. Yeah, he definitely sees that. And he normally I like my villains to banter, but he's an assassin, so his first turn he is not bantering. <laughs> bad to banter on your first does a 19 hit you i know i was trying to unmute and click um because i am wielding a finesse weapon it's not nice so he takes a shot at you with his short sword and you parry it because you are the little swashbuckler that you are you do notice that his short sword looks very similar to the short swords that you have all right so um that was his turn so we're back at the top of the uh the top of the order garland could you give me a death save I can absolutely do a death save. That is not going to cut it. <laughs> oh, no. That is a three. Well, I guess Garland wasn't one of them, one of you that was making all the death saves last time, so it's his turn. <laughs> nice. All right. So, um, Baro, would you like to take a shot at the hermit? Yes. So I am going to slash at him with the uh, uh, one short sword I have out. Short sword. And that is a... 14 to hit. Uh, oh, so close. Wait, can I use my lucky on a attack roll? Yeah, use it on any. Yep, attack roll. I'm going to reroll. All right. 
That's a okay, so yeah, you you swing at him, but he also manages to parry you. So we have the classic duel of people like uh, swinging at each other and dueling back and forth <laughs> while, while Morgan is just watching these two dueling each other here. <laughs> oh, very cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will use my uh, bonus action disengage. Okay. Jump back. Oh, you know what? I don't have the 25 speed anymore. Katasha's option. That's true. Uh, so yeah, I move back uh, 30. Well, okay. I have probably not enough room to do that. I move back 10. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say so. Like, all right, <laughs> leaving Morgan right next. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, this is how I operate. <laughs> you were sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> Morgan, what would you like to do? You have the um, assassin right next to you and Garland on the other side of him, and okay, Barrow just buddy. backed up 10 feet. <laughs> well, I can't save Garland right now. Will you please meet your mic? <sighs> Oh shit, forgot that I had that. Should have done that for Garland. Oh well, I have shield of Ah. That I had that. Um, well, I could really piss him off with that. <laughs> YOLO, I am going to cast Guiding Bolt at third level. <laughs> in the face. Right in the face. Right Being in like, the face. that's a really nifty trick and I'd love to learn it, but I don't want you to stab me first. <laughs> and that is a 25 to hit. Yes, that will. I will definitely need more D6s. <laughs> all of the D6s. I need all of the D6s. Let's see. There's two, four, and six. I got it. It's essentially a fireball, but radiant. <laughs> yeah, baby. Okay. That's 19 radiant damage. Um, he is lit up, and the next attack against him until the end of my next turn has advantage on him. He is also bloodied. Ooh, he didn't like that, huh? No. <laughs> that short range, <laughs> like, you just see, you don't even get to see, like, it shoot out of the beam. There's just this big flash, and now he's like, <laughs> oh, please don't hit me. Leave me alone. All right. So, unfortunately, it is his. Yep. And I'm gonna die. Get him, on, borrow. On his turn, he is going to spend his bonus action repoisoning his blade because that's what he does. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, anytime he's not actually taking an attack, that's good. So does a 14 hit Morgan? Uh, no, it bounces off of my shield. All right. There's a reason I carry that sucker. And he rolled a natural one for his second attack. Oh, ho, ho. now oh, all... Hermes with me tonight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the the flip side his blade is still poisoned because he didn't stab the poison into anybody yet <laughs> all right so that brings us back to garland please please roll good <laughs> Fuck it. did you roll a 20 did you roll a 20 20 you have you one go. hit point i have one now, hit point yes. and i don't move yeah. <laughs> garland was impossible do i get to take action yeah, you have a hit point now. You're no longer incapacitated. <laughs> sweep case, the leg, sweep the leg, sweep the leg. Um, yeah, I cast lead hose. I pull two pistols and fire them both. <laughs> oh, and you have advantage. And then I go, surprise. <laughs> okay, first shot with advantage. You fell into my trap by making me almost die immediately. <laughs> that was cocked, literally. Well, yeah, that's a gun. Beaning. <laughs> okay um 13's not gonna cut no but you hear boom yeah boom <laughs> he knows you're there and oh. i'm pretty sure that that advantage is... <laughs> yeah uh, yep next attack roll yep. to the end of my next turn okay. second shot uh 16 yes that hits a whopping three <laughs> better than nothing he's still bloody <laughs> and he looks over at you and he goes i should have slit your throat as i was walking by too late 
So you was, are not a nice man. That was a more uh, eventful uh, turn for <laughs> for Garland than I expected. Yeah. Borrow, what would you like to do? All right. So borrow. <laughs> just, like all of a sudden you hear this uh, two booms uh, reaching out and one like splatters into his shoulder. All right. So Borrow's going to jump in um, <laughs> and pull out his second sword. And he's going to go slashy slashy at Mr. Assassin. Uh, this is my job. I feel like I need to do something to this guy. <laughs> All right, first roll is a 19. That will hit. And the second roll is a 9. That will not hit. Okay, so uh, 6 damage, and then my sneak attack. That sucked. Uh, (laughs) 12 damage total. Still up. And then bonus, or no, I did do my bonus. Still up, all right. So, uh, Morgan, what would you like to do? kind of tempted a nuke that went really well it did turns out you just need to use guiding bolts against assassins assassins are weak <laughs> against guiding bolts i cast them as level three <laughs> yeah. all right uh nobody take any more damage <laughs> casting guiding bolt at third level that's a 17 to hit that hits oh there's two sixes there's three sixes and now math is hard uh, that's 30 radiant damage. All right. So you see again another one of these point blank flares where like the bolt doesn't even like leave her hand so much as there's just this big flash between them. And you notice his body like jolts and he lights up. He's glowing for a few brief seconds, but his eyes roll back in his head and smoke starts to like pour off of his hair and he falls down to the ground. I am going to stab him just to be sure. <laughs> I saw what happened. <laughs> So yes, Morgan, stab him one more time. Yeah, I got see three sixes, a five, a three, and a four. So boom. Yeah. I finally hit something with that. <laughs> That's what I'm- All right. So he seems to be um rather uh, flash fried and also stabbed, no longer breathing, and has smoke rising up off of him. What would all of you like to do? I am I'm curious about his chest. I'm gonna grab his blade. Does he only have one? Okay, I'm going to grab his blade. Um, Okay, I guess I'll pat him down for anything else you might have on him. You notice, like, it is very similar to yours, but there are, like, slight markings that are a little bit different because each person, when they're awarded these, they are made for that person. So um, his have just a slight difference than yours, but they're very clearly the same same, uh, type of blade. And I don't think I mentioned it at the time, but... Um, they are willing to modify your blades to put your personal uh, symbol in the blades just as you're once you've done this job. Okay. But yes, you have his blade. Um, also, you may want to be careful because it's still got poison on it because he didn't manage to stab anybody with it again. <laughs> I'm not going to lick it. <laughs> uh, so what would you like to do next? Check the chest. I would like to check the chest. All right. Um, so with your passive, uh, investigating, you don't see anything that looks like a trap on it. Okay. I'm going to actively. Okay. And you said investigation? Yes. That is an 11. So, yep. That doesn't do any good. Don't see anything. <laughs> um, is it locked? Um, so if you try and, uh, open it, it does feel like it's locked. He didn't have any keys on him. Do I see any keys laying around? Nope. Just thieves' tools. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, for thieves' tools, I just get my, um... Uh, proficiency index, as long okay. as you're proficient with. So it'd be the same as my sleight of hand, anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a one. 
So Why yeah, even though it's not game? even though it's not an automatic failure, you kind of get it jammed in there and it takes you a little bit to pull it back out again. <laughs> I'm rusty. I haven't done this for a while. <laughs> Borrow, do you want to do it or should I? Feel free. Roll it in the tray, Bob. <laughs> no. That's the that's the actual dexterity. Can you roll it in the tray? <laughs> that is, uh, exactly. That's a whopping uh, six. So no, I didn't do it either. Really rough lock. It's up to you, Borrow. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and... Uh, I mean, we could, you know, alternatively, we could just drag the chest out with us and then throw it down on something hard outside. Thought did cross my mind. Yeah, because I rolled... Uh... Yeah, you can't get this thing open at yeah. all. <laughs> How heavy is it? <laughs> Pretty heavy. I can. You you hear jingling inside. Ooh, shiny. I'm good at carrying. I like shiny shit. <laughs> can we uh, very carefully check the other room down on the second floor? All right. So you're going down down the stairs. Carefully. Yes. Do you touch the window on the way past? It? No. <laughs> like I lick the window. No. <laughs> So you come down to um, the next floor down, and you see the two doors next to each other, and you're pretty sure that the uh, the northernmost door is the one that doesn't have a floor anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is... <laughs> Bar does take a moment to think about it for a while. There is a room that would be right below where his room was at on his floor, and there's an additional room. Um, that is about uh, uh, 10 feet by 20 feet over in the corner. So there is a room here that was not on the floor plan above. Mm. So which room would you like to investigate? Uh, the one that was directly below. His. Okay. Check Watch the... the floor, please. Yes. I will look for any sort of, again, checking for that uh, newer parts. Yeah, like the doors here, it's the same thing where the door handles are newer than the rest of the house. <clears throat> All right. I will check the door for track. Okay. Let me see if there's a proficient at 14. Um, no, <laughs> it does, you don't see anything. Okay. Um, is it locked? It is locked. I will attempt to unlock it. Okay. Oof, that's a five. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Not a good night for me. This, this actually reminds me, um, I listened to the, uh, the book that they put out for Critical Role, and they were, they had a whole chapter on all the different enemies they had in the last part of the chapter was doors and they listed all the instances where they couldn't get through doors <laughs> it's like that broom in straw or uh, curse of Strahd. yes all right so who else wants to take a shot at this door oh yeah okay so my passive eyeballs it's a 15 passive investigation you do not see any trap but then again borrow tried to unlock it so <laughs> i'm going to shoot off actively eyeball it okay that was a two Nope, looks safe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to try to unlock it. Okay. Not 20. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So Morgan walks up and just like, just like, just like Garland did when you first got in there, just sticks like the two things in and goes, and it just opens right away. Borrow. Righty tighty lefty Lucy. Man. <laughs> uh, so. Do I have to tell myself that when I'm locking and unlocking this at work? <laughs> There are two windows in them, so there is a pretty good amount of light. Is there a floor? Yeah, there's a floor. <laughs> At least right now? Yes. Uh, <laughs> there's a table over in one corner with a bunch of stacks of paper on it. And um, over in, um, also on that table, there is a very odd skull. It has jagged, uh, sharp teeth, and it doesn't have any eye socket, just solid bone across <gasps> the front. 
Oh, oh no. You may have an idea why he got kicked out of the Assassin's Guild now. How did he survive? Because <laughs> oh, he was hiding shit. in a nothing uh, backwater neighborhood, hoping that nobody ever brought attention to him. Again. Well, what? <laughs> um, so I'm going to one hand on each side of the door frame. <laughs> All tap, right. tap, tap, tap on the floor. The floor doesn't it feel solid as you're tapping on it. So careful. All right. Oh, and also you notice as you get closer, the the um the other thing that he has done is there is actually a candle inside of the uh the mouth of the skull. <laughs> like he uses it to uh light up the room when it's dark in here. Um when you look at the papers, these are all notes for different guilds. Notes. Uh kind of like um what you got earlier on where you can exchange a note to a guild for services or cash it out for its value. Um, oh. <laughs> well. Yeah. Yoink. So yeah, if you um just glancing at these, there are probably at least 10 different guilds and there's probably about um 1500 silver worth of uh worth of uh debts to call in. I think Dude, big. Heavy some of these favor worthy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what those are. Are you taking the skull too? Part of me, like, it should be returned to the lamplighters just as a, this I is concur. the right thing to do. <laughs> I concur. Yep. Okay. So I, I was just going to say, we, we glossed over it, but I was just uh, thinking about Garland carrying that big trunk. Like, not that it would be a problem for Garland to carry that trunk down the stairs. It's more just the awkwardness of how wide the staircase is and carrying this big chest down there. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just thankful that I'm not going back upstairs and out the window and across the thing because that's not happening. We're going out the regular. Um, you know what? Now that you say we're going out the regular way, give me an intelligence save. Intelligence what now? <laughs> I got a seven. Would anyone else like to make an intelligence? Four. Four. Borrow. Um, it occurs to you now that you, you have time to rest and everyone's feeling better. The, where the uh the makeshift like uh ladder slash stairs that he had going up to the second floor leads is the room where the uh ooze Oozes. is uh... <laughs> now it's covered but <laughs> go back out the way we can but what's the second story window come on let's <laughs> so uh but yes there is still there's a room that is missing the floor that you haven't gone into yet would think you know what's in there <laughs> And then there's the other, the room that doesn't have a corollary on the other floor yeah. that is over in the Um, real quick. So one of the things that's stashed in my backpack is just like some adventuring gear clothes. Um, I'm gonna take some of the cloth and very carefully wrap the lamplighter skull. Okay. In the cloth. I'm gonna remove the candle. That's just okay. tacky. <laughs> and try to, you know if there's any residual wax or whatever, just kind of, and very, very carefully put it in my pack. All right. Um, so you have that very rever reverently wrapped up. And They give me the heebie-jeebies, but <laughs> they're not, I don't know, I don't think they're that bad. It's kind of weird, that's all. So um, at this, uh, what would you like to do with that other room? Or are you just going to skip past the room and go downstairs? I ball it. Part. I know you're going Yeah. All right, so check the door for trap. When you get near the door, before we do anything, uh, Borrow, what is your passive? Um, you hear someone in in there uh, 
in the corner, you know, in, in like you hear what sounds like kind of two different voices, but they're kind of odd. One is like, and the other voice you hear is, Yes, I know. It is very odd that no one has let us <gasps> out any time soon. Yay! I oh, should hope they'll be delivering food soon. And you also notice that um, there is a, a riot of smells that are coming near you as you get close to the door. Some of them kind of smell like brewer's shop. Some of it smells like <laughs> someone has a um, has a uh, a chamber pot sitting in this room as well. There's a funk. <laughs> You're still on the mute, by the way. Yeah, I know. Let's switch our mics. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, check it for traps or investigation. Oh, what the hell? Five. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see any traps. This is the safest door you've seen in a long time. <laughs> Clearly. Why would he trap a door that he's holding prisoners behind? <laughs> Does anybody else want to check it? Okay. Um, with your passive, to let you know that up front, you don't see it. Why did you turn it off? <laughs> I was talking and you turned off the mic. <laughs> oh, nat 20. All right. Yeah. You are very certain there is no trap on this room. Um, you okay. get the feeling that he probably didn't want to have to keep arming and disarming mm. it if he was going to go yeah. in and out. Awesome. So no traps. So now we just need to have Barrow waste his time for a little bit on it and then have one of us open it. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear, you hear like coming from inside. Is someone out there? Hang no. on, Brewer. We're coming. Nobody's here. <laughs> Nobody bust chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I'm standing in front of the door, I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot. Uh, that's a 14 to unlock. Not quite. Yeah. All right. Switching mics. <laughs> I, I do like that you just like, well, we're going to at least try this three times because we got three people that know how to do this. Oh, nice. Um, that will be a 21. All right. So, go. yes, you easily pop this open. And, and the lock is now open. Is Does it safe to come out now? Yes. We're, we're safe. And, like, dramatically, like, the door opens in and... You see Brewer, they're they're wearing like layers of clothes and you get this stench coming off of them because they have not been able to get out of this room for quite a while. I am so happy to see you. And and they run over to Borrow to give you a hug. <laughs> oh, and yeah, happy to see you. <laughs> oh, um, you didn't happen to, um, run into one of my, uh, works here, did you? Uh, was it jelly and lightning? Why, yes, it was! Yeah. Yes, yes, we did. How did it perform? Uh, admirably. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> well, I was, it was... It, I was against my will, but I do want to do good work while I am, uh, even if I'm being coerced. <laughs> it's oh. a fine beat. The interesting yes. thing is, I originally started working on that formula because I thought it would be good at hunting the, um, the mimic bugs. Garland bugs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully those are all dead. I'm sure they are. <laughs> but you see another figure in the corner that is gagged. You can take go, the gag off? I'm gonna go take that gag off there. Oh, they told me not to. <laughs> is there anybody we recognize? Oh, you um, no, I take that back. Borrow? Um, give me intelligence. Oh boy. So you've been doing now? so well with those today. 21. <laughs> it boggles. Borrow, <laughs> you recognize this person is a member of the Order of Enlightenment. Um, or not, sorry, I need to make sure I'm using the right term. Two similar sounding that are not 
it all the same. Yes, sorry, that is what I meant to say instead. It is, uh, they are a member of the esoteric uh, order. They, it is a school, the Venerable Academy of the Esoteric. This is the school that your parents were also affiliated with, which is why you recognize this person. Uh-oh. Well, they don't have to know that I'm their kid. <laughs> I will ask, however, is there a reason we shouldn't take the gag off you? And they also have their hands bound behind them. Yeah. Okay, if you don't Brewer. want to untie them, I think I have some acid in the, uh, the no, chemistry. No, no, that's fine. We're good here. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, since they wanted me to work on things, I did have a small lab here. I have some healing potions I could share with you. That would be... <laughs> <laughs> I love that that slight moment of realization that hit yeah. right after the offer. Healing push. <laughs> um, they are actually uh, greater healing. I'll take one. There yeah. are four of them. I think it might be worth the risk. Yeah, go for it. We'll ungag the other person too. <sighs> Borrow, it's been so long since I saw you. Uh... The last time I saw you, you were like this tall. <laughs> oh. I mean, I don't know that I would have even recognized you, except there just aren't that many barge folk that uh, belong to the uh, Venerable Academy of Eric. Oh, oh boy. I'm so, so glad that I ran in. Um, your parents had said that there was a cipher that you may have borrowed for some reason and that um, I might be able to get it back from And unfortunately, when I started asking around about you and the cipher, I was waylaid and um, brought here. And I've been here for, oh, some time. That might have been my fault. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Well, I kind of ran not quite afoul of the assassins, but this guy was former assassin and he probably knew I was after him. Well, what was really interesting was um, my brother was already um, in this district looking. There was a, a text that someone had unearthed, and he was going to try and translate it. And no one has heard from him for, oh, better part of a year at this point. Hmm. Any idea what this text was? Uh, it was some some grandiose title, like uh, like the, the Bleak Testament or something of that nature. Well... I maybe could help you out. Maybe you could help us out. I don't know. Yeah, um, his clothing is um, kind of, uh, um, you know, uglied up from being in here for several weeks. But you know what? I'm just going to give this because why not? <laughs> These are very similar to what was left of the clothing on the corpse that you found uh, hidden underneath the uh, bench. It's kind of Yeah, I can't be 100% sure that it was your brother, but may have ran into some or something so if i ran into something uh he's in a predicament like me where we'll have to go be adventurers and save him no probably the worst kind of predicament to be in oh um heavily in debt with no uh tend to uh work at a university okay yeah that is pretty bad i guess <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you know uh Somebody else want to take this over? <laughs> I don't know how. He muted in the middle of me talking again. <laughs> Unfortunately, it appears that your brother got tangled up in something horrible that's going on in this district and he has passed. You have our most sincere condolences. We oh. are trying to stop whatever is happening. It's definitely to cast a pall on the holidays this year. Oh, um, do, do you know anything about this, uh, this cipher? 
And he describes basically what this thing is, is it is a lens that has a bunch of writing on the outside that you can turn in different, uh, different ways. And it focuses and refocuses the lenses within. And Baro, that is the widget that you took from your parents that was stolen several months ago. I never did. Uh... So wait, it was stolen from me? Yeah. Remember, oh. you, came, you came home to your uh, loft. That's right. Yeah. And uh, the widget was no longer there. And I didn't remember that to track that down. <laughs> um, yeah, so that cipher is somewhere else. Uh, I was robbed myself. It's kind of the nature of the neighborhood. It's rob or be robbed. And yeah, now it's gone somewhere else. And I haven't had a chance to track it down because there's been a lot of other, maybe more pressing issues. Hmm. It's quite a pity. I, from what my brother was saying, I didn't quite believe this text was uh, going to be that important, but it was something about being, you know, the cipher could actually be used to reverse some of the effects that the book itself could cause. I didn't, I don't know. Is, is there anything going on in this district that seems like it would have been caused by uh, some sort of uh, incantations in book? Uh, I think we've got quite a few <laughs> things to uh, talk about. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, I think. by the way, how's my shop doing? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Morgan, why don't you take this one too? Well, Brewer, um, I mean, on the upside, we now know that you're okay because your shop burned down and nobody found you and we were very concerned. But at least we still have you. Oh my, I am very distraught to know that my shop would burn down and it was not a direct consequence of my actions. How do you know it wasn't? <laughs> Brewer, Brewer takes a moment and then they go no no not this time <laughs> <clears throat> um so uh at this point uh you all get uh four you know well you don't all get each one of you gets a greater healing potion you have one extra beyond and uh Brewer goes I might be able to salvage a few more chemicals from my lab in there if you want me to try something else maybe <laughs> beyond <laughs> So what would you like to do with this building? Or what else would you like to do in the house? How are we going to get them out? <laughs> I see no reason why we can't find another window on a lower floor. Have like, you can go back up, shimmy across the thing, take the the, the grappling hook down, bring this the, the, the boat over with one of the urchins and meet us under a window. All right. I will actually let us fast forward through that under one condition. <laughs> I, I would like you to tell me your procedure for checking these windows. <laughs> well, we, I saw what happened. So I think that I'm going to assume that they're very... Oh, also, because you already know um, where the traps are at, Morgan, technically you have advantage, which for a passive score gives you plus five. So that brings you up to 20, correct? That's math. <laughs> yes, yes. Passive investigation would then be 20. So yeah, um, Morgan, whenever you you walk by these, because you're already familiar with where they're at, you can see each one of the, like every single window has that same, uh, that same trap in it. He was very thorough. He's not terribly creative, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, he did. <laughs> right, we only need one of those windows. So if we just clean one out, even if we have to trigger it, Go for it, Borrow. Okay. Um, okay. Um, I'm also going to say you have advantage on disabling it because you dealt with it before and you know exactly where it's at. And we're doing uh, straight D or straight D20. 
Uh, no, if you're, uh, if you're using, you can use your thieves to, uh... Oh, that's right. Ooh, nice. Uh, 19 plus proficiency is 22. All right, yes. So you easily get this, uh, disarmed. You can unlock these windows easily from the inside, since you're on the side of them now. So, yeah, you can get them out. There is a plank that leads from one of the windows across the street. Um, so you can have everyone kind of walk over to one of the kind of corner, uh, areas that are set up to wait for some of the, uh, barges to go through. Barrow, are you going back upstairs to, uh, go across the rope or? Yep. Yeah. Cause we want to recover that. Beyond the sword. Is there anything else you're going to take off of? Was there anything else on him? Um, he had, um, he had his poison that he was uh, coating his blade with. And, Not a fan of poison. And on top of that, he had a light crossbow on him. Me. Um, he was wearing his snazzy armor, and that's what, about it. What kind of armor is it? It's too big matter. for you. Oh yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's also, yeah, it's also human. Size. So tell me, what kind of armor is it? <laughs> human, human armor. <laughs> but I'm human. Yeah, it's studded leather. I think that's what I already have. Yeah, yeah that's what I have too. Um, I. How much does that weigh? Are we doing encumbrance? I mean, we are, but at this point, you're where you're coming out, and also, I believe Garland is kind of a pack horse on his own. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can talk uh, Garland into carrying things, uh huh. Um, I want to get your mic. Oh yeah. I want to snag the crossbow and the armor to okay. take back to the fence. Okay. It's kind of a show of good faith. Give him something he can flip. Okay. I'm not terribly concerned about making money for us, but more. Yeah. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And he's got um, 24 bolts, which, you know, he's not going to throw in a lot of extra cash for extra bolts. I'm just letting you know in case you want to snag those bolts yourself. I sure do. He said he had 20. Yeah. That's math. 44. (laughs) So I am going to say, so you kind of take this to him. You sell a few of the minor trinkets to him just so that he's got some of those things there. I was going to wrap this up big picture because what I'm thinking, and let me know if you have a different thought about um, I was thinking we're going to probably um, have everyone wait until the end of flood season so you can all train for your next level so that you'll finally be six level after all of this uh, hell that you've been going through. (laughs) More Um, spell slots. Yeah. So if that sounds, because it seems like a logical time to take some time off waiting for flood season to end. Um, now that we don't have a death threat hanging over anybody's yeah, head. Exactly. Now, on top of that, I'm going to say that given that we're going into downtime, at some point you will be able to open the chest. Yeah. Assuming that you still want to open the chest. Yes. Yeah. I like shinies. So um, within the chest is another thousand silver. And in addition, there is a platinum coin. Oh, Oh. Uh, remember when uh, Marley's uh, bodyguard was killed? Uh-huh. <laughs> she didn't advertise that um, anything else was taken. So there is a uh, there is a platinum coin in here. There is also... For the dragon. There is also a, a series of lenses with uh, circles on the outside for adjusting. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know what my thing in the background. <laughs> Go for it. He's upstairs. Also in the interim before we'll we'll handle like the training and the downtime and everything next time, I think, if that's okay with everybody. Mm-hmm. But um what I was going to ask first in the interim, Borrow, are you going to uh have the Assassin's Guild uh give you a your own personal mark on the on your swords? Yes. Um I don't know what, yes. Okay. 
I've been, I'm thinking about it. Uh, you mentioned it and I started thinking about it and then I immediately stopped thinking about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, at the beginning of next session, we'll go over what you did for downtime. And as the district starts to drain off again to where there's the first level to all the buildings again and everyone starts to clean up. <laughs> so I think um, on that note, it would be a good time to uh, sign off for the things. Does that sound good for everybody? Yep. Yeah. Sure. All right. I hope everybody had fun. Yes. <laughs> and we didn't all die. No. <laughs> um, so uh, if we would all like to uh, sign off, Brandon, what would you like to uh, say? Uh, we're going to go watch the final Mandalorian episode after this. Yay! All right. <laughs> Eileen, what would you like to say? Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had finals this week and, and words are hard. So, but, uh, but you did awesome. So that's great. I did. I did. And I have four <laughs> weeks off now. Yay. Bob, what would you like to say to sign off? They are not going to be disappointed in The Mandalorian. <laughs> um, we are heading into the holidays. Remain safe. Be kind to others. Enjoy your holiday. Try to make it out the other side. We'll see you next time. Indeed. Happy holidays to everyone. Uh, wear a mask. Keep your distance. We'll ride it out. We're going to get to the end of it. And we're almost at the end of 2020. So, <laughs> thank you, everyone. And good night. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this session. Please check out all of the wonderful articles on Gnome Stew, including my review. Additionally, feel free to check out my blog at whatdoiknowjr.com. You can follow me on Twitter at whatdoiknowjr. Thank you for your time, and I hope you'll be listening again.